Welcome to episode 117 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's uh, it's Tuesday's episode, people, but obviously it's me. So it is Friday, uh, Friday the 19th of June, uh, 2000, 2020. And um, I hope you're all, uh, all okay out there still. Um within the realms of what you are doing uh, and how how your freedom has been imposed upon um, these last few months. Um, we're having a few uh, little uh, problems with uh, uploading the podcast and shit like that, but hopefully um, we can get this one in the next episodes out um, more or less on time. You know, time is, rel- you know, it's relative to what you're doing at the moment, isn't it? You know, Um Everything's uh, everything's a little bit on hold still, isn't it? They're, they're starting to open up a few shit here in the UK, England, uh, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. <laughs> it gets it right, finally. Um, yeah, they're starting to open up a little th- uh, bits here. You can play fucking bingo now, but you can't do fucking stand-up comedy. Somebody can stand up reading out fucking numbers, although, uh, or d- <laughs> surely... For the shit acts out there, they could let them out there, couldn't they? Doing their comedy by numbers. Is it no different from doing bingo? Controversial, Benjamin. Controversial. Um, I'll tell you what I've been up to, people. Um, I have finally, I know, chief procrastinator, captain fucking I'll do it tomorrow, um, major manana as I am, uh, manana manana, um, I've fucking only gone and finished my fucking garden, people. And I, I know. I know. It's finally done. I, I went up the garden centre to complete it with some fucking flowers. That's a fucking, you know, like if you know very little about flowers, um, the only thing I fucking know about flowers is I usually buy them for somebody I'm dating when I've done something wrong. <laughs> That is my sole, sole knowledge about flowers. I have an association with flowers of guilt. That's it. That's it. And hopefully it'll make it better somehow. I don't know. So uh, having known nothing about flowers, I went up to the local garden centre. Dobby's, he's uh, um, after dying in Harry Potter. Sorry, spoiler alert there. Uh, he seems to have been resurrected as a garden centre owner and seems to be doing quite well as every single fucking garden centre in the land uh, seems to be a Dobby's at the minute. Uh, I had to go up there the other day and uh, get some flowers. I have fucking no idea about flowers, whatever. Somebody uh, said to me, what you want is perennials, Ben. I don't fucking, I have no idea. I have no. I had to Google perennials. Apparently, they come back every year. It's sort of like they're they're the sort of herpes of flowers. It would seem um, they come out when it's hot. <laughs> Just grow a little bit, then you fucking have to put up with them. That's the only thing with flowers. This is the thing I've realised. They need care and attention. This is the whole reason I never had kids because you have to keep fucking watering them and feeding them, and the flowers too. There we go. First joke of the fucking podcast. Um, 
Yeah, so this is why I never uh, uh, add kids. Because you have to fucking nurture them and look after them and you're like, oh, fucking, I hope they don't fucking die or get too much sun. Um, so now this is the, the situation I have with the Briggs Towers lawn uh, garden system. It's gravel, isn't it? It's gravel with a little bit of fucking flower beds around it. That's basically it. Uh, as it's been pointed out before on the podcast and by uh, various people, it looks like two fucking graves outside. Which, um, having bought lavender, this is this is a thing. I uh, my whole intention of going up to the garden centre was buying lavender and every anything to uh, keep the cats off, um, because I've been getting like one to two sh- cat shits per day. Uh, I planted the lavender last night. Uh, got up this morning, there's three fucking shits. This is the most shits there's ever been. I I am living around cats that defy the rules of how to keep them off your garden. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're in, we're in the midst of cat wars at the minute. I am fucking shoveling cat shit and throwing it um, into, the, uh, into the little moat bit outside of Briggs Towers. Uh, on a regular basis now. One of the fucking little bastards, even fucking uh, between two lavenders, it was like a laser-guided shit. Exactly equal distance between two lavender plants, like straight in the middle, and then they have to fucking dig up all the shit over your gravel and stuff like that because they have to fucking bury it. I don't know what that's all about. They do a shit on your garden and then think, ah, oh, this will fucking cover it up. This is fine. This is okay. So, uh, yeah, so I'm dealing with cat shit on a regular basis, um, which is nice. Uh, I <laughs> fucking, seriously, man, I, I, am, I am running out of options here. I've tried lemon juice, fucking lavender. I mean, I'm going to have to buy a fucking big dog and then I'm going to be clearing the fucking shit up from that. I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. Somebody suggested cocktail sticks. You know, like what I... I can just only imagine the cats in my area if I put cocktail sticks in the ground would be sitting there as I go out next to a pile of shit eating cheese and fucking pineapple off of them. Um, You know, at the age of 43, I didn't realise... I didn't really think I'd be, A, involved in some sort of fucking cat wars... And B, being outsmarted by the little fuckers. <laughs> Fucking little bastards. Um, so, uh, yeah, the front garden is done. Going to a garden centre is a fucking nightmare because it's full of... It's mainly full of, like, elderly women who know what they're fucking on about. And I walk in, I have no fucking idea. I just think, oh, that looks all right. I'll get some of that. That you know, looks all right. I'll, I'll, I'll possibly buy some of that. I have no idea, no concept of whether it's in the shade, in full sun. It's like everything else these days, isn't it? You need to fucking Google everything. You know, I know everybody says, what did we do before Google? We just fucking made mistakes. That's the thing. You know, you, you put some fucking poison ivy in your garden or something like that. I don't, I don't know, people. Let's have a little bit of tea. I'm getting wound up by the fucking cat situation. Um, Let's have a little bit of tea. 
So walking into the garden centre, and garden centres just, they just don't sell flowers now either. They've got everything in there. Everything from fucking workwear to high-vis jackets to fucking fish. You know, like they've got a little sweet shop in there just to tempt you. And then because they've got you on that location, and because it's fucking miles out of town in the middle of fucking nowhere, they hike up the fucking prices. I don't know, man. It's like fucking when you go shopping in an airport or something and you want a sandwich and it costs you like seven quid for a fucking sandwich because they know you're fucking stuck there so they can just hike up the prices. Um, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, so shopping around, I had I had no idea what I was looking for, people. You know what I mean? It was like, you know, it's a totally, I'm a, you know, 43-year-old guy who lives on his own who's coming to, they ought to have a section. They ought to have a section in a fucking garden centre for fucking idiots who know nothing. Do you know nothing? This stuff will grow in shade. This stuff will grow in sunlight. They ought to have it split down the middle like that, and you just go around, you have a special little fucking trolley that you can't fucking tip the stuff up on. You know, like a special little section, and then you have your little professional gardeners who go in there and go in, oh, well, you know calling it by their fucking Latin name. Just, you know, I bought some shit, um, uh, Impatience or whatever it was called, uh, and my mum was like, oh, they're busy lizzies. Well, I fucking know what they are. I've heard that name before. I haven't heard Impatience. Just put the fucking, you know, put a little picture of what it's going to fucking look like as long as it doesn't die. You know, essentially like what we all do, like on Facebook with those pictures of us when we're older, you know, those little filters. Here's a filter of me when I'm 60. Well, you might die before then, me old booty. So, you know, you may look like when you die, you know, like yourself now in fucking two weeks' time. <laughs> Stop pro trying to predict a long life for yourself. Um so that's what I've been doing. I've been, uh, I've been, uh, I find it actually, to be honest with you people, I've found it a little bit therapeutic. Stressful at first because I have a living organism that I have to care for and um, uh, planting it and shit like that is like a fucking nightmare trying to dig out enough or not enough so it's not too low, not too high, fucking all that sort of shit. And then obviously the OCD's kicking in, so my garden goes sort of like little bit of lavender, little bit of a fucking bush thing, little bit of lavender. It's all got to be fucking, you know, equal distant apart and shit like that, or the fucking world will explode. I don't know what that is about me. It's a fucking control issue. My toxic masculinity coming out there in the old fucking garden. I don't know. I don't know why I can't just be, ah, oh, fucking put that there or put that there. But everything's got a fucking match. Um, I don't know, people. That's childhood issues, I imagine. I don't know. Not to go on about that. Uh, but everything's got a fucking, you know, line up. Everything's got to be an equal distance apart. I was there fucking measuring it out. The fucking neighbours are looking at me going, this, this looks like it needs an intervention here. But I tell you what, there is something uh, addictive about buying plants and planting them. There's something very fucking, you know, maybe it's being English. Maybe it's that fucking how many different fucking flowers grow in an English country garden. About four. 
about four of what I know. That's about it. Um, but there, there must be something, you know. It's a very English thing having a fucking, having a fucking nice garden and looking after your garden and shit like that. I know other countries do that and that sort of thing, but um, uh, yeah. Uh, so it's it's looking all right. And to be perfectly honest with you, I'm quite chuffed. If this is the least amount I get out of lockdown that I have somewhere to sit. And obviously, as soon talking of somewhere to shit, uh, sit, not shit, fucking yeah, uh, somewhere for the cats to shit. Um, obviously, since I've done the garden, it's been fucking pissing it down outside. So there's no point fucking sitting out there. Even the other night, I I thought, fuck it, I'm gonna sit out there with a fucking umbrella and enjoy this shit. Um, I didn't do it obviously because I'm not a mental case, not a full mental case at the moment. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, I'm quite chuffed with it, to be perfectly honest. It's all fucking done. And then you're like, oh, well, the next job, I've got to paint the front step. Then I've got to paint the fucking door that's fucking coming off because paint fucking doesn't last these days. And then the windows and then it'll, it's like the fourth bridge or whatever, where they constantly fucking paint in it. As soon as they finish it, they start repainting it again. It's like that. That's. That's what it is to be a homeowner. It's right what they said in Fight Club. The things you own end up owning you. And then you find out that, like, certain flowers you've bought only last, like, until the first frost. How the fuck do they fucking reproduce? How the fuck is that? Uh, fucking Jesus Christ, I'm getting overexcited. And my fucking headphones have just come off. Ah, oh, fucking hell, here we go. Let's have a look. There we go. We're getting a bit overexcited. The headphones popped off there. Um, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, so what What the fuck are we talking about, Jesus? Uh, yeah, flowers, they only last, like, till the... Like, I bought a begonia, and then you fucking do your research, which I should have done before I actually fucking bought it because I didn't realise it was some sort of pussy plant that can't live, and you know, when it gets cold. You know, just a fair weather flower. Oh, like, oh, there's a little bit cold. I'm going to fucking die now. I don't know. You know, you got the hardy plants, lavender and shit like that. By Googling it, like, it seems like it fucking, like, day of the triffids with those fuckers. And then you've got begonias that last about, like, fucking two months or something. Oh, they look nice. It's a fucking nice little flower. Oh, I'm just going to flower for, like, about a week, and then I'm going to slowly die until it gets cold. You know, how the fuck, evolutionary speaking, do they keep fucking going? You know, surely they should have been left behind. This is old women keeping, like, uh, begonias going. That's it. There's a statement in there. Uh, I thought he, uh, I thought he was actually quite sexist when it came to begonias. <laughs> I don't fucking know. What are we on? Fifteen minutes. Uh, let's have a little bit more tea. So it all looks nice, basically, apart from that, because nobody tells you fucking how knackering gardening is. When you've lugged through all the fucking stone, you've set everything out, 
You've dug out all the things for the fucking flowers. You've got them right. You're giving them a fucking water and stuff like that. And they're just sitting there, you know, not really doing anything. The fucking lavender's already sprouted about an inch. But everything else is just like, oh, I'm not sure about this new place. I quite liked it. All right. I quite liked it in my fucking little plant pot. I'm not used to this, like, fucking loads of earth around me. Just settle in. Just grow. You know, tell me what to do. That's basically it, isn't it? Fucking hell. And then you've got to look after that. That's another job, isn't it? You know, it looks nice. It looks lo- lovely, but it's another fucking job you got to do. you got to dig up the fucking begonias when the fucking frost hits, all the other shit that's going to die off, basically, in winter. And it's just another fucking job. Everything's fucking hard work, isn't it? Thank God I haven't got kids. Everybody says about kids, don't they? Everybody says, oh, it's the most amazing feeling in the world. If you haven't got kids, that's what you have to put up with time and time again. Oh, it's the most amazing feeling in the world. It's so rewarding when. Because all I see from an outsider is people running after their kids or shouting at them in the supermarket or kids throwing a fit or crying their fucking eyes out all the time. It looks like a fucking nightmare. I don't know. If you've got kids and a garden, you've basically got no social life. (laughs) You're either tending to one or the other. That's basically it. That's my point of view on it. That's it. You either have one or the other. That ought to be the law. You either have a garden or you have fucking kids because you won't have time for both. You're not going to be able to put your time into both. And then throwing in, doing stand-up, Gigs on top of that is a fucking nightmare. Not that they're happening soon, people, are they? You know, like this started, this is in the uh, stand-up section of fucking Apple podcasts. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I haven't done a stand-up gig since March. What are we now? Fucking June, March, April, June. Yeah, probably about eight weeks, nine weeks. Fucking hell, I'm starting to get a bit itchy now. I think that's the thing. You know, you think, ah, it's all right. It's a nice little break and stuff. And when there's no, you know, they're opening up the pubs and shit like that, but you can't have any live performances. You know, you've got to book in for a pub. You can only stay there two hours. What's the fucking point in that in England? You know, you can go to a pub for two fucking hours. It's going to be speed drinking. In it, you're just settling in. After two hours in a pub, you're just settling in. You're just getting that little bit of a fuzzy head where you. That's the time where you're thinking to yourself, "Oh, I could go home now." And then that little voice in the back of your head goes, "Just stay for one more, Ben. Just stay for one more." And then you have that one, and then it goes, "Fuck it, you've had one. You might as well have three more." And then the next minute, it's one o'clock in the morning. You've got a ripped shirt. There's fucking mud all over your white trainers. And then there's a basic procession of clothes through through your house from where you've got in the front door and then just basically stripped off and then fell asleep in the most awkward position possible in bed. That's how you know how pissed you are. How many clothes you were wearing the night before are in various different rooms of your house. If you've only, like, taken off your jacket, hung it up, you know, just thrown it 
like onto the sofa and then gone into your bedroom and all the rest of your clothes are on the floor. You've only had a few. If you've got socks at your front doormat and your trainers, one of your trainers is next to that sock. The other sock and trainer is in your fucking bathroom. Your coat's in the hall. Your fucking pants are halfway up the stairs. And for some reason, your jeans are right next to your bed. How did you get those pants off? You're never going to find out. That's a fucking cracking night. That is that is when you know you've earned that fucking hangover. <laughs> oh, I don't know. What are we on? 20 minutes. Fucking hell. Jesus. We're on fucking countdown. I don't know. Uh, apart from that, though, I've just been, um, you know, like us all, really, binge drinking. Uh, binge drinking and binge watching. Uh, well, not binge drinking so much. Uh, binge watching. So uh, I started watching um, Snowpiercer on uh, Netflix. I say I started watching it. I thought the idea, the first episode was all right. It's kind of like, it's basically Snowpiercer is somebody's gone, I know what we'll do. We'll do Hunger Games on a fucking train. That's it. You know, that's what they've done. Hunger Games on a fucking train. The train's like a thousand carriages long. Like human beings are surviving because it's too cold outside because we tried to combat fucking global warming and it's gone fucking tits up. What a surprise. And um, yeah. I gave it three episodes. I really wanted it. I was like, ah, oh, this is, you know, it's a bit of an okay sort of concept. Like, this could be quite good. You've got the rich people at the front, the uh, poor people at the back. Come on, poor people. And then it just goes to shit. I stuck three episodes of it, and I was like, oh, fuck me. Jesus, is this all it is? And then you realize the concept is essentially flawed. Because it's just people on a plane, on a train, just trying to get up further up the carriages and shit like 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 we all do when we we you know it's meant to be some sort of massive metaphor for life and how the underlings and the poor people are put down on and shit like that. And to be honest with you, three episodes in, I couldn't give a fuck. I started rooting for the rich people. <laughs> that was it. That's how. You know, how little investment I had in any of the characters in that. I was like, well, I suppose the rich people are putting the hard work and shit. <laughs> All of my socialist leanings, whatever they are, if I have anybody, if I have any at all, went completely out of the window. And I was like, fuck those poor people. I'd uncouple the carriages. If they're causing trouble back there, trying to start a revolution getting forward. Just flick the fucking coupling on the carriage, get rid of it, end it on episode four and go, well, we tried something different, it didn't work. Um, I've also watched... Uh... <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, I've also watched um, uh, uh, the uh, I Am Ali documentary uh, on Netflix, which is about Muhammad Ali, um, which was fucking great. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, I fucking love those sort of documentaries, those uh, about like interesting people. Uh, I hadn't seen it before. Uh, at least I don't think I did. There's quite a lot of uh, episodes to it, uh, but I hadn't seen that before. 
And I also watched um, an avid listener uh, recommended it, the Richard Pryor documentary, uh, uh, Omit the Logic, um, which obviously um, uh, Richard Pryor being hailed as the greatest stand-up ever, although I've seen, um, I don't know, man, I think Dave Chappelle's uh, uh, giving him a run for his money at the minute. Um, but um, uh, I'm not just mentioning these people, by the way, Muhammad Ali and Richard Pryor and Dave Chappelle, just to show my uh, support for the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, I genuinely did watch these. <laughs> and like other people out there, whoa. Uh, yeah, changing their, uh, <laughs> their favourite fucking bands and shit. Um yeah, so uh, I watched that. And the interesting thing about that that I saw um, was uh, the Richard Pryor documentary was uh, taking you through. Obviously, it takes you through his life and stuff like that and shows how he just fucked off at Vegas and just thought, fuck it, I'm not going to be uh, the Bill Cosby type, like, you know, stand-up wiles rather than the... Um, I'm not going to be be the Bill Cosby type and just like did his own thing, which uh, and then started afresh, went into the sort of like bohemian sort of like hippie scene and then found his own voice and his own truth, um, which came out of that. But the interesting thing was like on the live on the Sunset Strip, I never uh, realized this, the live on the Sunset Strip, which is hailed as one of the, the fucking greatest stand up albums ever. It was a two night thing. And on the first night, it just wasn't working for him. And he just fucking cut it, walked off stage and said, sorry about this, it's not working tonight. And then came back 24 hours later and then did that fucking set. It's just fucking, you know, that is pure genius of somebody who can take the fucking hit, which... As a stand-up, you know how that feels of that, oh, fucking hell, this ain't working. And just to have the balls to cut it in a massive arena and just say, sorry, this ain't working for me, walked off stage, invited the same people back the next night, walked in and fucking smashed the shit out of it and did one of the best specials ever. It's just fucking amazing um, to see that. And just like... As an example of what you can do in stand-up, you can have a bad gig one night and then the next night you can do fucking amazing with the same fucking material. And it's just like a lot of it, I think. Uh, I mean, a lot of it with stand-up and stuff like that is what's in your head at the time and how you're feeling and how you're presenting stuff and shit like that. There's so many variables to it. But to see that a fucking somebody hailed as a genius... It even happens to them. You're like, well, it don't really matter that much. Nothing really matters. That's the thing about it. Like we stand up, you know, it's all about the end journey and fucking producing that good bit of material, isn't it? And everything before that just don't fucking matter, really. You know, it's all working towards that. It was really fucking interesting. Even if you're not into stand up, and I don't know why you wouldn't be, um, it's good watching just interesting uh interesting to uh like view it about his life and um where he came from and where he ended up and the fucking demons he had and shit like that like we've all got these days i don't know um let's uh so watching that i would thoroughly recommend it people out there anyway um let's have a look at a uh let's round it up this fucking episode with uh a fucking story about a leech crawling inside an elderly man's penis. What a better way 
to end this. Uh, here we go. Uh, here's a story in the news. Leech crawls inside elderly man's penis and drinks pint of blood. I imagine it was his blood. That is like every fucking man's nightmare. I think quite happily, anybody, like a man would have his arms and legs chopped off as long as you left his fucking genitals alone. Uh, but a fucking a leech crawling inside up inside your penis and then having a little drink of your blood. I think that is one of the worst fucking nightmares any man could face. Uh, scans using a tiny camera showed that the blood-sucking parasite had already wounded part of the man's internal organs with its sharp teeth. <laughs> fucking little bastards. An elderly man was left in agony after a leech entered into his body through his penis. Yeah. How did that happen, me old booty? Yeah. He's fucking a frog or something like that in a fucking pond and drank a pint of his blood from his internal organs. Doctors in Cambodia say the patient went for a dip without any clothes to cool off. A likely... <laughs> a likely story, isn't it? Hang on. Either that or the guy's going, look, I haven't... I'm an elderly guy. I haven't had a fucking any action. Any action. I haven't even had a blowjob in 30 years. I haven't even been sucked off. Like, in 30 years. Hang on a minute. <laughs> There's fucking leeches in the fucking uh, pond over there. Let's see if they can... Oh, shit, it's disappeared. <laughs> Doctors in Cambodia say the patient went for a dip without any clothes to cool off in a pond when the invertebrate slithered up his penis. Like, you wouldn't feel that. You know, it's not like there's a gaping hole there that someone can just slip up. You know, it's going to have to fucking open that up, isn't it? That night, however, he was left in severe pain after he tried to use the toilet in his home uh, near Phnom Penh. Uh, thank you for giving us the location of the toilet. Medics at a hospital used a tiny camera and found the blood-sucking creature had made its way up his urethra into his bladder. Oh, Matt, you'd fucking feel that. Is that what it's like when you're elderly, uh, elderly? You just fucking lose all fucking feeling below the waist? You'd fucking feel that fucking creeping up there like a caterpillar, surely. Scans showed that the parasite had already wounded parts. Of the, yeah, we got that. Medics then used another tool called a bipolar uh, retroscope uh, to kill the leech. <laughs> bipolar retroscope. <laughs> Afterwards, the leech was uh, a little bit unhappy, but then went fucking manic. Uh, the removal process was complicated by the face that the leech has swollen in size after taking more than 500 millimetres uh, fucking hell, 500 millilitres of blood it has sucked from the man. Jesus. Doctors at the... That's had a fucking right old tuck in there. I bet it was like, fucking come up here, lads. Fucking loads of food. Doctors at the city's Calmet Hospital have now warned residents, be careful when swimming in ponds during... Yeah, you know, wear a condom as you go in swimming. Jesus Christ. There's a fucking picture of the medics with holding the fucking leech like that. A little selfie giving the thumbs up like that. Jesus fucking else. Consultant, you know... There's no such thing as uh, medical discretion, is there? Way he's got a fucking leech up his knob. Uh, consult with a consult with a specialist immediately if you're experiencing pain in your body to get it treated correctly. 
The man stayed overnight in hospital where his condition was monitored and he was discharged the next day. <laughs> I bet he had a fucking load of discharge the next day. Ah, oh, Jesus. 32 minutes, people. Um, we uh, That was uh, episode 117. Uh, headphones are still on. Uh, thank God for that. Um, we are going to be back uh, Saturday, probably, possibly Monday. You know, people, you know, I've got a lot of gardening to do. I've got to make sure they're all fucking all right. My little fucking leafy children now. Um, it's a lot of responsibility, man. I just don't think I can take it. <laughs> uh, I will be back on uh, um, possibly Monday. Uh, with episode 118. If you've got any questions or anything like that, or you want to take the piss or fucking abuse me in any way via the internet, it is just podcast at sirbenbriggs.co.uk. Have a great weekend, motherfuckers. And uh, I will be back uh, with Saturday's episode on Monday. Take care.